There are a lot of people out there, and I have been among these people at times in my past, who would love to, quote, strike it rich. They would love to make, to become wealthy, become the owner of some huge amount of some product that uh, is of value like gold or something like that with little or no work on their part. They'd like to win the lottery or whatever. I might say that that's really not a great idea, but I sort of want to relate that to this concept of the mother load. This is what the subject is on today's edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. That's what I want to discuss. I'm your host. I'm Kurt, and today is Monday, the 7th of March of 2022. Uh, uh, Welcome to everyone who's here on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudHub, on my Facebook page. That's uh, Kurt's Religion and Politics on Facebook, uh, on kurtzreligionandpolitics.locals.com, on minds.com, minds.com, the Kurt's Religion and Politics podcast. Uh, group primarily there, but there are other places you, that you might see me periodically as well, on Parlor, on Gab, on Twitter, wherever else you happen to be catching me today. Welcome along. Uh, and again, today we're going to talk on the subject of the mother load, and I have an interesting little take that I think you might want to hear. I'm going to go ahead and go quickly through my notes, and this will maybe give you some idea what my take is. More than once, it's been true that some enterprising and generally wealthy or well-connected individual has attempted to corner a market. I don't know if it's true, but Nelson Bunker Hunt was rumored to have attempted that with the silver market at one point. As I get it, he very nearly succeeded in making silver hard to get if not purchased through him. That's what his, That's what he would have accomplished had he managed what he tried to do. Why would one do such a thing? Well, because it drives up prices for the thing over which they have a large part of the existing stock. OPEC and others use this technique on the fossil fuel market. Right now, Russia is probably doing it to some smaller extent. But there's another side to this coin. Periodically, people will dump product of some kind on the market in order to drive the price down. down. <clears throat> it's bad enough when folks do this after having done a large amount of work and expended other resources to obtain that with which the, they flood the market. Imagine someone being able to do such a thing having done little or nothing to obtain what he or she came to possess. Worse yet, consider that the person or people in question have no idea what doing such a thing will mean to the market, much less how it will affect things outside it. More than once, diamonds have been thrust haphazardly into the marketplace. Those who knew what to do and had the ability to do it likely bought things others were very probably hurriedly parting with, based on the idea that they... uh, they held them only because they had value and didn't really understand the, quote, long game, end of quote, or couldn't afford to play it. This is the sort of thing I consider when folks talk about somebody with the Midas touch or folks who actually manage something like alchemy, which, of course, as far as I know, nobody ever has. But when people talk about that, my mind comes back to an old question you do realize that if you flood the market as a result of being able to indiscriminately create some product and you don't pay attention, you could literally 
make it so that market has things in it that are relatively worthless, right? This is what the easy money attitude virtually always misses. And here we come full circle. This is what I'm talking about, where people want something for nothing. Things have value precisely because of that fabled scarcity at whatever level. If you could get items from a more or less endless supply, there would be comparatively little value or, or worth associated with them. Further, not, unless you're using it so much that you can only produce it so quickly, in which case that's where the scarcity occurs. Further, if it's truly possible to do so, it's not worth the time or effort of those who can produce such things to do it. This is why more complicated techniques for getting products like petroleum out of the ground or doing, you know, making other things stop being put in play when easier ones can be used. If people who, quote, hit the mother load, end of quote, uh, or excuse me, even people who hit, hit the mother load may find that it's not as desirable as they might think if they're not careful to control the release of what they find or produce. That's today's lesson. I'm not telling you that if I were to manage to win the lottery today, I would not be a happy camper. Now, to be fair, I don't really play the lottery, so that's probably not going to happen unless somebody buys a ticket for me and swears or pledges it to me. But I would be I would be fine with winning the lottery. But you must understand that I am not going to be that kind of person who, if I win the lottery, is just going to dump my money on the marketplace. Money, like anything else, stops having value if you use more money to get less stuff. It stops having value. Okay, I have a comparatively cheap house, but my house has gone, has gone up by probably half, maybe more in its value since I bought it. Okay, that the reason for that is I've held on to it. I'm, I'm trying to take care of it. I'm not doing as good a job as I'd like, but I'm trying to. When I buy goods and services, I try to buy them at reasonable prices while at the same time not overpaying for them in order to keep inflation from being a thing. In other words, lots of times I'll hold off until I can buy something cheaply if I really want that thing, right? It's a sensible thing to do. But here's what I'm trying to get across today. If you happen to be a person who has the Midas touch, everything you touch turns to gold, which I, I uh, my sister pointed out sometime recently, and she was correct in this, the Midas touch is a curse wasn't a blessing. If you look at what actually happened supposedly to King Midas, you will realize that the Midas touch was a curse, not a blessing. Okay. But that having been said, let's say you have the Midas touch, or let's say that you are able somehow to, to get access to things that you shouldn't have access to, or you, again, you're able to do alchemy and turn lead into gold or whatever it happens to be. Okay. If you're not careful, what you're going to do is you're going to create a glut in the market of whatever thing you have. Now, I'm not saying that that's necessarily going to be bad for everyone. Lots of people start using gold or whatever it is that you happen to be able to produce or create for things that they would not have before. And it, and it actually will potentially lead to innovation and other things. But what I'm trying to say to you is, 
there's going to come a point when you're going to realize, you know, I can produce gold all day long, but if I continue to produce gold at a high enough rate, it's going to drive the prices down. And let me point something out to you. There are a bunch of people out there who, for example, are invested in gold. They're invested in gold. So if gold goes up, they're happy. Why? Because they've got gold in their portfolio, wherever it happens to be. They're, they're holding gold. But if gold goes down, they lose money. Do you think they're going to be happy with you if you do that to them? I don't think so. Same applies to oil and various other things. We're going to produce what's needed. If we produce much more than that, we're going to have a glut and the market's going to tank. And if you think that's no big deal because it's just those greedy so-and-sos in the oil company that will end up getting that money, let me point something out to you. If you have a retirement account, it's probably got investments in things like oil, petroleum products. You can pretty much bet on it. If it doesn't, well, that's fine. But the point is the same thing applies to pharmaceuticals right and any number of other things those things that have done ipos that are that are public stocks right or 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 you know public publicly traded is what i would say those things if you pr produce a glut and reduce the value of them it reduces the value of the associated stock and other instruments and this is what i'm trying to get across today don't seek to strike the mother load with no work don't do it if you do, if you'd strike the mother load, be smart enough to make sure that you don't flood the market in the process. Okay, I need to go ahead and wrap up. This is the daily summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host. I'm Kurt. Today is Monday, the seventh of March of 2022. That beginning of the work week for a lot of folks. Tomorrow then will be Tuesday, the eighth of March of 2022. Uh, thank you for everyone who's been here on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudHub, on my Facebook page. That's the Kurtz Religion and Kurtz Religion and Politics page on Facebook, on Kurtz Religion and Politics dot locals dot com on minds m-i-n-d-s dot com on the Kurtz Religion and Politics group primarily there on Parlor on Gab and on Twitter. If you happen to find me on any one of those platforms or any other. Uh, remember that my favorite platform at this point is uh, Rumble, particularly for my video uh, output. Uh, I put try to put my videos there first and do my social media stuff from the Rumble videos. Uh, you can give me a boxing glove or a Rumble on Rumble. You can give me a plus or a minus there as well. You can give me any kind of feedback that you're able elsewhere. Most places that's a plus, minus, thumbs up, thumbs down, like, dislike. Other places you have others that, other things that you can give me, and that's fine for anything that you want to do. Remember that I'm not telling you to give me positive feedback. I want you to actually give me feedback that you think is consistent with what I'm doing. That's what I really want to get out of you. I want to know how I'm doing so I can know whether or not what I'm doing is interesting interesting, useful, and worthwhile to you. I'm always going to try and stick to my principles regardless, but I want to give you things to think about, talk about, and consider that are worth your time and effort. That's an important thing as far as I'm concerned. Subject for today, oh, you can comment, by the way, on my, my videos or any, you know, social media posts or whatever, and I will do my best to look at those comments where the opportunity arises. I will reply to them if I think it's reasonable. I will probably up or down vote them depending on how I feel about them. If your comments are advertisements or uh, things that will be bad for other people, hurt other people, I will, and that really means like trying to, you know, fish or whatever, do some sort of uh, getting information out of people and so forth, I will promptly delete your contents. If the platform that they're on doesn't do so automatically before I get to it. Um, 
the subject for today has been the mother load, and I mean, I was talking particularly in people hitting it without really trying. The subject for tomorrow is going to be combating tyranny, and I'm going to talk about how the American system of government particularly was set up in an ingenious way in which it actually manages to do just that. I hope you're doing well today. I hope everything is going well for you. We're starting to cool down again in this neck of the woods, but hopefully before long we'll come back into warmer days, which is what I'm looking forward to. Not really all that excited by the summer, though I don't mind it so much, but at least the spring is a nice thing to me. Um, again, hope you're having a good day today. Hope everything is going well for you. Hope your work week is starting out well and that you're doing well as a general thing. And hopefully we will see you again on Tuesday's edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. The speaker on this edition of the Daily Summation is Kurt Schubert. This podcast was created on Monday, the 7th of March of 2022. The Daily Summation is created for Kurt's Religion and Politics. for watching this edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I hope you found it entertaining or instructional and maybe both. Uh, if you want to see more from me, you can go to blogs.kpshubert.com. That's blogs.kpshubert.com. I am on Twitter, Parlor, and Minds.com. My handle on each of those is at kpshubert. That's at kpshubert. I have a Rumble and a YouTube channel. They are the Kurt's Religion and Politics channels on Rumble and YouTube. Of a Facebook page. The Facebook page is Kurt's Religion and Politics as well. I have I am on Patreon if you want to support me. That's one of the better places you can do that. And you will find me at Kurt's Religion and Politics on Patreon. I have a podcast. The podcast is podcasts with a with an S dot kpshubert.com. That's podcasts.kpshubert.com. I think you should be able to find me with relative ease on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify as well. The best way I find to do that is to look for Kurt's Religion and Politics. You can try to use the Daily Summation. I find that it doesn't work as well as a general rule, but you can always try that. I'm glad to have you aboard today, and hopefully we will see you again tomorrow.